Hi, welcome to the message in the mess. This is Heather. Hi, this is Eric. How to survive Christmas and New Year's with family. Ooh, tis the season. Handsome. Yes. No politics. Mm. No financial talk. No religion. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Our shortest podcast. See you guys later. Bye. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) (laughs) And submit your comments and criticisms at. (laughs) No, 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 no. So I thought we would start with the politics and I have, um, I have a story to share about that. Well, I mean, the topic is just arriving with the holidays with, with family because there are people out there that struggle with that, especially um, being uncomfortable around family, not actually not even want to be around, right? Yeah. Well, and here's the whole thing. I think for you and I at our age, we understand what dysfunctional means. <laughs> but we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but we also understand that like, if we want to be a part of our family's life, there's there's times that we just need to show up mm-hmm. and smile and nod. Yeah, that's very that's very um polite. Yeah. I mean, you don't always do that, but I try. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency I might voice an opinion or two or poke a bear or two. But I try not to take it past a line and there's a comfortable place where you can have a conversation and then there's a place where it escalates, right? Do you think that you know when it's escalated, or do you realize after the fact? I definitely know where my line is. Does that help at all? Nope. Oh, nope, nope. Well, Usually I, it's after somebody's mad, you're like, oh, I think I might have said uh, something I shouldn't have. All right. So we all are still learning <laughs> and we adjusting are. and trying to do better, right? Always, always trying to do better. So the first topic that I wrote down was politics. And to me, this is a serious subject. I think you have a story. I do. I have a pretty big story. So I do. You know me. I love to share. Mm -hmm. And to any of my family listening, I'm sorry you're going to hear this, but it's the truth. So about eight years ago, um, I lost contact with one of my sisters because of politics. Lost contact? I cut contact. Contact was cut. Yeah. I mean, it was one sided. Did you cut it? Um, I blocked her on Facebook after her husband called me white trash because of my political views. <laughs> hmm. And then she told me that I was a horrible aunt. I was a horrible pe- person. So to just stop the craziness, I just blocked her. But my point is this, people, you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to lose to be right? The old saying, you can be right or you can be happy. Yes. For me, this this went way deeper than just politics. And her and I ha- have always had a dysfunctional relationship. So to be honest, I think the cut was healthy. And I wish her nothing but the best. And again, I learned something from it. So I do not have conversations about politics with with my family. Because we, we are on different sides. Yeah, I think... When we've been around your family, especially well, even besides my family, they have different views in, than, well, you and I do. Our views are pretty much parallel. Yeah. 
Which is funny because when we started dating, we never really talked about that a lot. I think I just corrupted you. You did. Down to the dark side. <sighs> we have cookies. <laughs> and milk. And then because of this conversation that went on with my sister and I, my aunt got angry and blocked me from Facebook. But to be perfectly clear and full disclosure, like like you tiptoed in there a second ago, this wasn't the whole reason. It's been there was other escalations and this was just the the straw on the camel's back, if I'm not mistaken. For the most part. I mean, yeah. Growing up, her and I did not have a healthy relationship. So it in this I'm just going to say this and then we'll move on to the next thing is that sometimes we grow up and we learn that we have family members that if we had the opportunity to just meet on the street, they are not somebody we would like to share a cup of coffee with or get to know. And for me, that's, that's just a truth. My sister and I have, we're not the same and we don't, we can't even come together and find a common ground. So for me, I think it was a very healthy cut, but it did hurt. In the future, would there be room for repair there? Would you patch it up with her? Would you open up dialogue with her again? Um, I don't know. Every time I start to think about it, I get sad. So I, I don't know. Her and I have done this many times in our lives where we've been close and then not been close and been close. But there was there was some abuse so now that I have survived things in my life, I feel like it's going back to a very unhealthy relationship of asking somebody who um, is not healthy for me to be in my life. Hmm. She's your sister. She is. And sometimes you, you, you love them and you accept them, but you let them be where they're at and you stay where you're at. Good point. Thank you. Do you have anything to share about politics and family? Are you crazy? That's a taboo. I don't go there. <laughs> and this is why I love you so much. <laughs> okay. The next thing that that we said is religion. We talk about religion on this show. We do. We bring it up. So here's what I wrote. Eric and I will always pray at our meals, and we rarely navigate away from doing that. Um, we make it simple, and we say that we believe Jesus is our Lord and Savior. And here's the thing. If you don't believe in God and you're in our circle, our goal is to just show up and show you how we live our life. Well, it's at the example, right? Yeah. Not beat you over the head, not Bible thump you. Like you're going to make your own decisions. And we're we gonna... keep taking Bibles from church and we're re- <laughs> we're planning on doing a Bible thumping soon. <laughs> kind of an avalanche thing. We've got quite a few stashed. <laughs> just, I'm just joking. If one of our pastors listens, I promise we're not stealing Bibles from church. <laughs> uh, now that I'm distracted, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> we were talking about family our friends and talking about our religion. Uh, there you go. About, about the, the people in our lives, we set the example to, and we're not trying to, not trying to overwhelm you and let you make your own decisions and set the example. So you see the changes in our lives 
And hopefully you think, well, maybe it's working for them. Let's give it a shot. Let's see where it goes. And another thing I used to say, and I, I still believe this, because there's a lot of people are like, how do you know he exists? And then they start, they start trying to put doubt in my mind. And this is what I say. Mm-hmm. Me believing in God and Jesus and my walk, if I die and it wasn't real, but it brought me comfort, it brought me solace, it brought me togetherness with people, what harm did it do? That's kind of a good, that's that's a point that I've thought about also, and I also stress. Let's say, you know, you've, you've walked this walk, you believe in God, and at the end, you know, it turns out maybe things are different, but what have you wasted? Have you just, have you wasted a life? Have you, you've left, you, you've, you know, boy, can't talk. <laughs> you've led a life that, that wasn't bad. Like you were still helping, you were still believing, you were still being there for others. You were walking the walk, showing the way. Like, I, I, For me, I feel like it's a no-lose situation. But we do believe. I mean, oh, bottom line. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not going, oh, anyways, just in case. No, we do believe. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's the core. Honestly, it's the core of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And when we when you we met, both of us were very adamant that God was the the center stage of of our lives at the time. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> there's there's not talking about <laughs> what's our show what's our show about again? Listen, it's yeah. about how to survive the holidays with family. So if you're in a family situation and, and you don't believe in God and religion comes up, what do you do? Me? Can I get an amen? <laughs> oh wait, that's Talk, wrong. Start talking in tongues. No. <laughs> um, I think if you are around family and you have family that doesn't believe in God, and that's their choice, but I like the saying. I cannot believe. I hope my parents are not listening to this. My house, my rules. You walk in my house, God is in here, and we are going to acknowledge Him. So what if you're on the other side of that? And I don't believe in God? Yeah, what if you're in a family situation and you're a non-believer and religion comes up? You, the same thing is you you don't have to elaborate on it. It's just saying my views differ from your views and I'm here to just have family time. Right. And if for some reason the person on the other side can't let it go, it's called a boundary. I want to be here. I want to celebrate the holiday with you. And I want us to be able to put our differences aside to be able to celebrate a day together. Boom. Okay. Cut podcast over. We're outy. That's it. <laughs> no. drop, drop the mic. We're not out oh, yet. Okay. I'm sorry. There's, there's a few more. <laughs> Another thing I believe is people like to talk about finances when they get together. Money, money, money. Money. My thought on this is, well, and you can attest to this. I am not the money person in this family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, let me clarify that for when we when we go to discuss finances and future plannings and what we're doing with it. Yeah, you get really uncomfortable. 
I don't. So for me, in my little pea brain, money is the root of all evil. I don't have a little pea brain. I know, but it was just, it just is the thing I think of is that, you know, people argue over money. It's like, here, you can have mine. You don't have enough. Like it's like enough isn't enough. I think, (sighs) I think statistically, marriages, that's ranked right up there towards top on what people fight about and relationships, not just marriages. I will say there have been a few times where we've been together that there's something I really, really wanted. And you were, you walked up and I wanted it. Like I did the spoiled girl thing mm-hmm. and you were like, I want to give you these things, but they have to be planned for. So I can't just pull this money out my butt and give it to you. Cause I don't have it. Pluck it off the tree in the back. Yes. Right. And I think there's a part of me that if I, there's something I want, it's like, I'm, I want it. But being with you has also shown me to take a step back one, do you really want it? Do you really need it? Is it something you really have to have? And it's like you you told me a couple of weeks ago, there is nothing that that if I ask for it that you don't want to provide me, mm-hmm. but you have to figure out a way to make that happen. Within reason, yes. Yes. We're not herding, you know, antelopes in the backyard because we can't afford to feed them. No. Although I do want land. <laughs> he just, he walked us right into it, guys. So I'm just going to tell you, here's what I'm putting out in the universe. I'm asking God for about 80 acres. There's a front of house and a back of house, right? The front of house is all the rescue animals that I could possibly have. And feed and clean up and maintain. Um, But guess what? Eric has already said we get a tractor, so clean up will be easy. <laughs> And then there's the back of house where, you know, we garden and we have animals that we do what we have to do so we can eat. I won't see any of that. So if there's a place we can lease and just try this for a year or two so she gets a real feel for it. I just am give us not, a call. Let us know where it's at. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Well, wait a second. I'm not scared of the front of house. In the back of house, I'm like, I'll take the tractor and do what needs to be done back there to mm-hmm. get the duties up and whatnot, right. but mm-hmm. I don't want to see anything messy. Is this, is this back to money or is this on No, it's or? both. I don't know. We squirreled. <laughs> and I think for a lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't have. So when Christmas comes around, there's this struggle, like I have to buy everybody gifts. I have to make sure that I outdo my family on gifts. Like if I know they're going to buy this and I'm going to buy this. And so people put themselves in debt during the holidays. Yeah, but that's just exchanging dollars. That's just, you spent, you know, $20 on me, I'm spending $20 on you. You're just exchanging dollars. That's not what it's all about. You know, I, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where if, if I need something, I'll go buy it. You know, if I want something, you know, within reason, I'll go buy it. So when we have Christmas, we have family, I just want to hang out and be, and I'm not, I'm not looking for a new pair of socks, you know, just come on over. Let, let's share a meal. Let's talk. Let's visit. Let, let's, let's love on each other. You know, I agree with that. And I also am a ginormous fan of homemade gifts. Although this year I didn't have time to hand make anything last year. All I did was handmade mm-hmm. and I, I loved it and I had the time to do it this year. I did not. So people got, so there's a few times we've talked about, Dollars versus time. Oh, you know what? I want you to share this because this is this is your wisdom. You're <laughs> laughing, well, but 
My wisdom's got thin sometimes. No, but to me, this is this is a wise share on your so part. Dollars can always be made. Like you can always make money. Um, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, if you need to get a second job, you can deliver pizzas, you know, you can always make money. Time. How much time do you have? Nobody really knows. Like, do you have a week? I mean, are you going to get hit by a bus tomorrow? Is it going to be here for another 50 years, 20 years, 10 years? Nobody knows. So your time is very valuable, very valuable. And it's something you can't get back. Once, once you choose to give it to a person, a project, a thought, a, a thought, um, sitting in front of video games or TVs, phones, that's time you can't get back. And that's, that's very valuable stuff. So, so pick where you put your time. That's, I want to piggyback on that because the same thing is when you have people in your life, mm-hmm. you have to be careful who you're giving your time to. Cause there's people, I, I, I call them soul suckers. And you're the one always reaching out. You're the one always doing. You're the one always jumping over hurdles. Mm -hmm. So this year I've learned something valuable. And that is to stop reaching out to people as much. It's been very eye-opening for me. Well, I think you're you're keying on on the people that that reach back. You're reaching out the people that reach back to you, right? Right. But there were times where I would in the morning text anywhere from 10 to 15 people. Good morning. Hope you have an amazing day. Blah, 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 blah. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. And I stopped doing that. And out of those 15 people, I would say three noticed. And for me, it was, I wasn't sad about it. It was a great thing for me because here I am feeling like I need to impart things to these people being empathic. I need to share. I need to do this. I need to do this. And I was spreading myself too thin and now I'm not. And I am getting a core group of phenomenal humans in my life. Yeah. People that care, people that check on you, people that, that are genuine, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have mm, a couple more minutes. Okay. To hit our 20-minute mark. 20-minute mark. What would you like to impart to people about Christmas, <laughs> holidays, New Year's, <laughs> family? Uh, well, just staying on subject, you know, this time of year could be quite tricky dealing with family members. So just remember they, they, they do love you in their own way and in the way they know how to. And you have to kind of give them that. So maybe maybe give them a little bit of a break and... Try to stay away from those sticky subjects, whether it be who cooked what or who brought what or who had the biggest present or, you know, the religions and and stuff. The politics. And just steer towards stuff that's a little bit more, you know, you can communicate with, you can talk about. Our pastor, Pastor Chad, one of his major topics in church. Ice cream. Well, not just ice cream, (laughs) but it's showing people. I love ice cream too. (laughs) Showing people grace. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Give, so, it, give Hey, maybe that's a good gift. A little grace this, this time of year. You know, it's, it's been given to you. It's something that doesn't cost. And just remember, like Eric said, we don't know what people are going through this time of year. 
So I think showing people grace and and just taking a step back before you react um, might actually make it peaceful for you. Hmm. That concept. <laughs> well, as usual, um, we have done our 20 minutes and we want to thank you guys for your time because time. Time is valuable. It yes. Is valuable. So thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. And if there is anything you would like to hear us talk about, or there's anything, I have been getting some messages um, about Eric. So if you want him, like a guy topic, <laughs> let us know. And welcome to Eric's show about auto mechanics and toilet plunging. It's <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that. So thank you all for listening now that she's lost her composure over there. Um, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And uh, we probably will not do a podcast next week because we um, won't be here. So. Well, you never know. We do have mobile capabilities. Oh, we do. We might. We'll Who knows? Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas, folks. And uh, we we hope you have an amazing, amazing time and that you know that your enoughness is enough. And uh, we appreciate you.